0: Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in this world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So thank you for joining me today. We're going to talk about something. I'm going to call it, um, you can't make fruit grow. Hmm. What does that mean? Am I talking about the hobby farm? Am I talking about homeschool? Am I talking about keeping it simple? Yes, I'm talking about all of those things. I'm going to keep you guessing for a minute, but... Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. They have um, a Bible-based curriculum for your family, ages you know K all the way up to twelve. Lots of amazing curriculum. Right now, you can get a free homeschooling high school resource. Um, you can also find on their website a free download of um, seven let's see seven science activities a free science activity ebook with seven activities and coloring pages for ages K to sixth. so there you have a free download for K to sixth, and a free download for a high school resource so I would encourage you to go to Apologia.com and check out all they have to offer so what do I mean when I say you can't make fruit grow I'm gonna talk about this I talked about a little bit this week um I don't know if you guys follow along on my devotionals. I do daily devotionals on my YouTube channel, and I also publish those in our Simply Living for Him online women's community. And, um, you know, this is going to touch a little bit on all different aspects. I always say I talk about life on my hobby farm or homeschooling. I mean, this is really just going to talk about life, and I'm not actually talking about real fruit. So we're going to talk about um, what it means, um, really the fruits of the Spirit, what it means to walk as a Christian in the Spirit and not in the flesh, and we're going to get into that. Before I start, I also wanted to remind you guys that my Simplify Your Homeschool e-course is half price right now for Labor Day weekend. This uh, podcast is going up on Labor Day weekend, and for a limited time only, you will be able to get my Simplify Your Homeschool eCourse or, and or, because you can get both, my Bible-based homeschooling eCourse, both are half price. So you will want to take advantage of that great deal because they rarely go down Half price. Sometimes they get like $10 off sale, but this is half price. Um, So the Bible based homeschooling e course will be $17.99 and the Simplify Your Homeschool e course is $14.99. The Bible based homeschooling e course is over 20 videos that teach you how to teach every subject in your homeschool with the Bible as your main textbook and how we did that several years ago in our own homeschool and really how to keep the Bible as the center of everything you teach, no matter what you choose. To teach in your homeschool, that e course also comes with a private membership to a Facebook group and it comes with free downloads for planning. Um, So go check that out. The Simplify Your Homeschool e course is a four part webinar where I am encouraging you to get your spiritual house in order before you can get your homeschool in order. It's like a spiritual tune up or a soul tune up for you, for um, the homeschooling mother or the homeschooling family. So go check that out. It's really a great way to be encouraged on keeping your focus on what matters most, keeping it simple, but keeping it focused on what matters most in your home school. And uh, that also comes with a private membership to a Facebook group. And it also comes with free downloads and discounts to my uh, personalized consulting appointments, which are Um, phone calls you can get one hour phone calls with me for homeschool consulting so that e-course comes with discounts to that as well so labor day weekend go check out www.simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com I will link it in the show notes go check out the e-courses and get them at half price Um, the other thing I wanted to tell you guys the simply living for him online women's community is a free community where we host bible studies monthly, scripture writing and memorization challenges. It's an amazing group for fellowship. We have almost 900 women in this group. We have are in this community. We have started it back in um April and it has grown. And I am so thrilled because I have to say in this community, we have never had one negative or, you know, conflict or drama. You know how online communities can have drama. Nothing. It's totally God honoring, God focused, and it really truly is a place of peace. Our next Bible study, which I will be teaching, starts September 14th, and we will be studying Psalm 119. That's a 13 week study. We have done three studies already in there. When you join the community, you have access to those studies as well, and you can um, do them at your own pace at any time. So go check that out at slash community. Oh, and like I said, we also have daily devotionals in there where I do video devotionals. And so that brings me to the subject I wanted to talk about today because I touched on it a little bit this week in my devotionals and you know, the fruit of the Spirit. Um, we often hear about the fruits of the Spirit, you know, our love, gentleness, patience, kindness, goodness, self control, faithfulness. Um, and, you know, we sometimes, as moms, as whether you're a homeschool mom or just as women, you don't even have to be a mom, right? As women, So many times we hear ourselves saying, I just need to try harder. I just need to do more. You know, I work with homeschooling moms when I do homeschool consulting. And um, I speak at women's events. And so I meet with women all the time. And so many of us fall into this trap of, you know, I just need to be more disciplined. I just need to try harder. I just need to do this. And Those fruits of the spirits that are described there in Galatians um, are not actually things that we need or we can really try harder to do. Certainly in our human flesh, we can. But our real measure of success is when we are walking in the spirit. And those things are actually evidences, outward evidences, of the Holy Spirit producing fruit in us. And we don't make them happen. They're a natural outflow. And so I've, I've had this on my mind because, <clears throat> I've been, like I said, I've been talking to a lot of homeschooling moms recently in um, my homeschool consulting because everybody's getting ready to go back to school and they want to be prepared. But, you know, this is an overarching theme, whether <clears throat> you're a homeschooling mom or you're just a woman or you're just a human, right? And so we all always feel like, you know, I have to get it together i need to do this i need to do that i will also share with you a story because i really believe here i'm being real and honest and my ministry um is always all about you know being completely transparent and real and i will share this next story with you guys because i hope that it would encourage someone out there and i think it's very relevant for what i'm going to talk about today on the podcast um so last weekend, I was really down in the dumps. Like, I don't know, I think every, I would say at least once a year, maybe twice, but usually at least once a year, this kind of thing happens. And it happened this past weekend, where something kind of triggered it, set me off on Saturday morning. And it kind of brought me into a negative And it was, you know, kind of a a hard thing that I was dealing with. So, you know, that's normal to deal with a hard thing. But what happened was Satan got a foothold. And I really went into this downward spiral that started with this negative thing that I had to deal with. But rather than deal with it, and I'm being honest, rather than deal with it biblically, rather than deal with it in the way that God really would want me to deal with it. I let my flesh take over and I went from having this negative thing that I was dealing with into a downward spiral of a million other negative things added on top. And I started to, and when I say let's say and get a foothold, it's because I honestly started to go down this path of just, I want to say self-loathing, like honestly. I'm the worst mother, I am the worst uh, homeschooler, I am the worst blogger, I am the worst podcaster, I am the worst wife, I am the worst woman, Woman, <laughs> really. Um, and I laugh, but it's not funny because I really was in this like, just depression and, and um, really downcast. And so I'm sharing this with you because I can pretty much... Guarantee that there's someone else out there that's going to listen to this at some time who can relate. I doubt I am the only person who ever spent literally almost forty eight hours in bed, so this is what happens to me when I get down about something now this wasn't worry that's a whole different thing. I've had times in my life where worry takes over this wasn't worry. This was a depression and a downcast feeling and um, when I get that way, like I said, when Satan gets a foothold, I tend to shut down. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to hear the truth. I want to wallow. I want to sit in my filth and think about how terrible I am and all my shortcomings. And it's terrible to say all this. But I, like I said, I'm going to be real and honest. And I guarantee that there is someone at some time who's going to listen to this and be like, oh, good. I'm not the only one. You're not because I, I'm i sure that others have had this. So for me, when I get this way, like I said, I kind of turn very inward and I shut down. And the very thing that I feel like doing in the moment, which is shutting down and turning inward, is the detriment of me because I'm focused on myself and I'm focused completely inward and I'm not focused outward. First of all, I could focus on others and very quickly be brought out of my rut Um, But mostly I need to focus on God, right? And of course I'm going to be taken out of my rut. But I chose to focus inward and I had a really hard hard time pulling myself out of that pit. So I spent a good 48 hours isolated, alone, you know, not because no one wanted to be with me because I don't want to be with anybody, just kind of like shut up in my room. Um, It was really difficult. And... You know the Lord, praise the Lord, and praise my husband, who um, ministered to me to get me out of that rut. And you know the Lord speaks His truth to me through His Word, and my husband speaks His truth to me through His mouth. <laughs> and you know um, by Monday morning, I was feeling much better and was able to kind of get back into the swing of things, and um, you know really focus on the Lord again and and focus back outward. And so. I tell that story for a few reasons. I tell that story, number one, because I really believe in being honest and real and authentic here and transparent. And, you know, hopefully it would help somebody else out there. And number two, I think it's going to illustrate my point here. So I could have in that moment told myself, Karen, you need to do this. You need to... Have more faith right now. You need to, you know, um, have more love right now. You need to, you know, do all these things. But again, when I do that, when I say, Karen, you need to, I'm just still focusing inward. That's how I got myself there in the first place, was focusing inward. As Christians, we have to remember that our Christian walk is not about what we need to do. It is about what God does in us. What we need to do, really, is to surrender. To surrender it all to Him. And so many of us, we make our lives complicated. You know, simply living for Him. I'm always here about talking about keeping it simple. If you want to keep it simple, stop thinking about yourself all the time and stop thinking about what you can and you cannot do. And when I say, you know, you cannot grow your fruit or whatever it is what I mean by that is I'm going to give you this illustration so we have our hobby farm here right we have our great garden that we love and this year I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with that garden we had so many good intentions who had good intentions during the quarantine time to grow their beautiful gardens and they'd have so much time to spend out there that they were just going to have the most magnificent garden ever Well, we all had that intention. (laughs) Our garden was pretty good this year, but it certainly wasn't stellar. It certainly wasn't the best. And I don't know about you, but we still have weeds upon weeds upon weeds. It seems like we're really good at growing those weeds. Um, But anyway, we have our garden and um, we have every intention every year of, you know, having the best garden ever and of course now I'm already thinking well next year will be better right don't we do that we love to think about next year when this year failed well anyway and this year didn't fail I shouldn't say that this year we had we had good um, a good harvest but it just wasn't our best Um, so anyway what I what I wanted to illustrate with you we have uh, various vegetables in, in our garden and we have strawberries whatever let's take for example the strawberries I don't sit down and look at the bed of strawberries and say, I really wish I could make those strawberries grow. I don't look at them and say, I can will those strawberries grow if I try really hard to think about making those strawberries grow. I can do it. I can do it. No, you cannot do it, right? Just by willing it on your own. You can provide the proper conditions for that strawberry to grow. You can plant the seed. You can water the seed. You can provide really nutritious soil. You can make sure that it's in the sun, right? Providing all the things for that strawberry to grow in optimal conditions so that strawberry can grow as it was intended by its creator, The creator of this world is the one who has created that seed, which will become that strawberry, which will grow. We didn't make that strawberry grow. We didn't make that seed, right? That seed was made by God himself in his creation in nature. And we are providing the proper conditions for it to grow. So when I say, I need to do better. I need to be more loving. I need to be more patient. I need to be more faithful. I need to have more, you know, whatever it is. Kindness. I need to do all these things. The fruits of the spirit, because they're not called fruits of the flesh. The fruits of the Spirit are evidences of God's Spirit, His Holy Spirit, working in us as was intended. Right? God intended for us to operate in His or by His Spirit, not by our flesh. When we operate by our flesh, who did that? Eve. When we operate by our flesh, we are walking in the flesh and we know where that leads. Look up Romans 8 5. When we are walking by the Spirit, we are led by the Spirit and that leads to life. So I think about that analogy of that or that illustration of that strawberry, and you can't make it happen just because you want to or you try harder, but you provide the proper conditions. And God will make the fruit in our lives evident by his Holy Spirit working in us. And we can, our job that we think, you know, we can do something would be to provide the proper conditions. And what would those proper conditions be? To get in the word, to sit at Jesus' feet. To surrender and submit your life to Him. To stop trying so hard and start realizing that it's not about you. Just like me last weekend, right? When I got so down in the dumps, I was completely walking in the flesh. I was completely inward focused. How can the fruits of the Spirit come pouring out of me? when I'm not connected with the spirit because I'm walking in the flesh and I'm thinking about, I'm so bad at this and I need to do better at that. I had fallen into that lousy comparison trap, I'll be honest with you. I was starting to think about everybody else and how together they are and how successful they are and woe is me and I'm so bad and da-da-da-da, you know, that whole thing. And while it may sound humble because I'm like, oh, I'm just so da-da-da, it's not humble at all, it's prideful. Because I'm ta- thinking about what I can and cannot do and not thinking about what God can and cannot do. And he is the one who works in me. So the second I start thinking about all the things I'm, um, I'm doing and I'm not thinking about what he's doing in me, I'm not humble. I'm prideful. And so we cannot make our fruit We need to let the Lord and His Spirit work in us. And then our lives are evidence of that Spirit in us, just like it says, in the fruits of the Spirit. So whatever it is that you might be dealing with, whether it's you're a homeschool mom and you're starting back to school this year and you're feeling overwhelmed. I've talked to so many moms in the past few weeks through my homeschool consulting. And they all, you know, if you're a homeschool mom out there, just know you're not alone. They all, all, all have the same common thread. I'm failing. I'm afraid. What if I, you know, mess up? What if I don't do it well? And I'm like, but wait, are we leaving God out of the equation here? Because he is the one that wants to work in us. Whether you're a mom, whether you're a career woman, whether you're a grandma listening to this, whether you're, you know, whatever stage of life you are at or whatever calling that you are living out right now, we need to be very careful to remember That if we're feeling like that, uh, like we're failing or we're feeling overwhelmed or we're feeling like we don't have it all together, that is because we are depending on ourselves and not on God. Of course, in our own strength, we're not good enough. Of course, in our own strength, we're not, um, whatever it is, enough or we're not, um, Uh, feeling you know we're feeling overwhelmed but when we stop and we say this isn't about me this life I live is not about me it's about God working in me so I can accomplish his purposes through me and it's all about letting him work through you you are the vessel in which he wants to work through And we get it the other way around. We think, I have to be strong. I have to be organized. I have to be disciplined. I have to be faithful. I have to be trusting. I have to be loving. I have to be kind. I have to be patient. I have to be, and you name all the characteristics. Apart from him, you cannot be those things on your own. And do you know why that is? Apart from him, we are human flesh creatures that only want to please ourselves but when we are operating in his spirit he works in us and through us and so when we try to will ourselves to do these things see like I said we get it backwards we're like I'm not this I'm not that I need to try harder. I need to do that. And then I'm going to go to the Lord, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask Him to bless all my endeavors. It's completely the opposite of how we're supposed to live. See, we get it backwards. We need to wake up every day and be like, it's a blank slate today, Lord. I don't know what's going to happen today, but you do. And I am completely surrendering moment by moment to you, and I am going to walk Today, in complete surrender and in complete submission to whatever you have that comes my way, without trying to get ahead of yourself, without trying to think of all the things you need to do, you think of the things that God can do and that God wants you to do. I think that we get it backwards all the time. We try, 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 and then we go to God and we get in our Bible when we think of it. Or we get in our Bible because we're supposed to. That is the worst thing you can do. How about this? How about this analogy? So I've used this one before, like, you know, if you are married, like I say to my kids all the time, if you are married, right, and so say mommy and daddy are married, and, um, you know, we wake up in the morning, and we, we don't look at each other, we don't talk to each other, we just like each do our own thing. And then, you know, the end of the day, we're done working, we don't look at each other, we don't talk to each other, we don't acknowledge each other, we just live our lives next to each other, in the same house, married but we don't acknowledge each other. That's what it's like when we don't get in the word, when we walk by the Bible that's sitting on our shelf. Because we are in a relationship with the Lord, right? And if we are ignoring him and not communicating with him, yes, we say we're in a relationship, but there's no communication. And then let's take it a step further. What if the time that you did communicate, okay, ladies, listen up. What if your husband sat you down and said, all right, I got 15 minutes right now. Go. I'm listening. Talk. All right. Let me write down a few of the highlights. Let me write down the main points. Okay. Let me write down the key words. Great. All right. 15 minutes. I got to go. I got to go do my other things now. I got stuff to do. Thanks for spending 15 minutes with me today, though. Let me go check it off my list that I spent 15 minutes listening to my wife, wrote down the key words, wrote down the main points, and now let me go do the other things I need to do. I would say that sometimes that's what our Bible study looks like to the Lord. All right, Lord, I got my 15 minutes. It's on my schedule. Let me sit down. Let me take some notes. All right, I'm doing the good Christian thing. I'm going to highlight some things, key words. All right, move on. That's what I mean by we can't make fruit grow. That's trying to make yourself be a good Christian, in quotes. A good Christian. First of all, there's no such thing because none of us are good. A Christian wants a relationship with the lord a christian wants to hear from him a christian wants to communicate with him a christian wants to hear about his love he loves us and we want to communicate back to him how much we love him And because of that love, then we go out into our families and we show that love. Then we go out into the community and we show that love because we are so filled up on all the wonderful things that we have heard from him when we spent time with him, that it transforms us inside and we can't even help ourselves, but then go love other people. We can't even help ourselves, but go be patient in that hard thing. We can't even help ourselves, but go show kindness. Because it's an outpouring of that time that we spent with our love. We didn't just sit down and say, okay, go, I'm listening, got 15 minutes, I'm going to check it off, done. Can you imagine if your husband did that to you? You would feel so unloved and so offended. I know for me, that's one of my biggest things. My love language is just sit and listen to me, please. Right? I say it to Steve all the time. That's one of our our points of contention often because, you know, men aren't as good as listening (laughs) as women are. And I'm always like, I just need to be heard. I just want you to hear me. I can't imagine if he said to me, all right. I got you down for three o'clock later. That's going to be my time to listen to you. I'll see you at three. And as I'm talking to him, he's writing the notes and then he moves on. Now, I'm not saying when you're doing your Bible study, you shouldn't take notes because I love to take notes and write things down. But I think you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. Be in a relationship with the Lord. A real, loving, communicative relationship with the Lord. Think about the person you love most, whether it's your children. I mean, I, I don't wanna say most, like, you know, you love one more than the other, but think about people you love so much. Your children, your husband, your parents, whatever it is, your best friend. When you're with them, right? You you wanna hear more about their day, you wanna, you know, laugh, you wanna communicate, you wanna know them. And then you want them to listen to you. And it's this beautiful back and forth relationship. And that's what we have with the Lord. It's not forced. It's not us sitting down in that garden, stooping down by the strawberries and saying, grow, grow, do more. I want you to grow so you'll grow. No, you grow because it's a natural response to your creator. You can't help yourself, but grow. Into the biggest, ripest, beautiful, most red strawberry there is, right? So you can't grow your own fruit. God does the growing, but you provide the conditions in which it grows. You spend time with the Lord. You allow his spirit to work in you and then you won't be able to stop that fruit. Have you ever had something take over your garden? We had this watermelon plant this year that just like spread everywhere, took over. There were weeds in there and it just didn't stop. It wouldn't stop. It just kept going. That's the kind of plant we want to be. Nothing can stop it. The weeds don't choke it out. The dry weather doesn't stop it. It just keeps growing because it's been so nurtured and it had really good conditions. And so we can't make our own fruit grow in our lives. Don't get it backwards. If you're out there today and you're thinking like, I just need to do this better. I just need to do that better. And you're feeling like no matter how hard you try, it always fails. I want you to stop trying and sit at Jesus' feet and let him do the work in you that you think you need to do, but you cannot do. Only he can do. So I hope that encouraged you. I've been thinking about that a lot this week in my own life, how I need to stop striving. Doesn't the Bible say cease striving, right? Stop striving in my own strength and start thriving in him. Sometimes I get this good, right? I'll I'll be like, yes, I get it. I am all about letting the Lord do everything in me. And then so many times, what do I do? I get in the way. Karen DeBuse gets in the way. I get right back in there and think, I need to do this better. I need to do that better instead of having the patience to let God work in me in whatever it is. So, this week, I'm really praying, like, to, you know, for me to just let the Lord work and to stop involving myself and messing up, right? It takes a while to have fruit grow. And some years, like I said, the garden is great, and other years is not so great. It's all part of God's plan. And He wants to produce great fruit in you. And he wants to work in your life. So step back and let him do his work. So I hope that encouraged you today. I know many of us, many of us these days are feeling like we, uh, you know, we just set ourselves up to fail and we're feeling like we're never enough. We're never doing enough or well, not. You're not enough Not on your own. Only God can work through you and in you to accomplish. Remember this part, his purposes. Sometimes they think we get our purposes all mixed up in there. You know, many are the the plans in a man's heart, but the Lord determines his steps. His purposes will prevail. We may think we know what our purpose is, but he may have a far greater purpose. So sometimes we need to just step back. Step back and let the master gardener grow the fruit. Let the fruit of the Spirit grow be so evident in your life not because of anything you've done in fact you can't make your own fruit grow so if this encouraged you i would love for you to share this podcast with your friends rate it wherever you're listening to it write a review i'd love for you to share it with somebody you think may need it and like i said don't forget the e-courses are on sale this week um Also, my new book is coming out. My new book is called The Simple Homeschooling Journey, Building a Family and Not Just a Transcript. That will be out very soon. We are in the process of getting it on Amazon as I am speaking. And uh, that should be coming soon, so look for that on Amazon. And uh, my other books are still on Amazon. If you're homeschooling and you need some encouragement to start your year called Home, I would highly recommend to read before you start your year. So many women tell me that they read that every year. Year, at the beginning of their homeschooling year to focus them. So that really blesses me to know that. That is also available on Amazon. And if you are interested in joining the Simply Living for Him online community, come on over and join us. It's completely free. The Bible study starts on the 14th, and that's on Psalm 119. This month in our scripture writing group, we're writing out Isaiah 53 to 55. We're also memorizing part of the Sermon on the Mount. So I would love for you to come join us at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. And I thank you you for listening. Until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.